0: So for this episode, we're going to talk about the role of biological factors in the formation of relationships. So um, a biological approach to relationship formation um, assumes that biological events influence who people want to form relationships with. Um, And so one of the important studies that I think we should talk about is uh, Wedekind. Um, But before we do that, we have to kind of establish what MHC genes are. And so MHC genes uh, control the immunological uh, self-slash-non-self-discrimination and subsequently uh, tissue rejection and immune recognition of infectious diseases. Um, So basically, they're, you know, (laughs) they're there to make sure that uh, people stay healthy. Um, And this is uh, really important for the study of Wedekind, as um, Tess will
1: tell. Yeah, so uh, Wedekind, which was a study that occurred in 1995, explored the idea that women would prefer the body odors of men whose MHC genes were the least similar to their own. Uh, For this experiment, men wore the same shirt for a prolonged period of time, uh, and then the women then smelled each shirt and rated them based on how attractive their smells were. Uh, and the study concluded that women were more likely to prefer the scent of men with dissimilar MHC genes to themselves. This idea of wanting to mate with another person who would produce offspring that would typically be more resistant to disease is something that uh, is, is really present within the ideology of natural selection and evolutionary explanations of personal relationships as a whole.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um and I feel like not only that, but uh, hormones also are a yeah. uh, subject you might want to talk about um, when addressing this question, um, because, uh, again, this is linking back to the original question of um, psychology of human relationships, but um, hormones uh, can can play a role <laughs> in uh, human attachment, um, such as in the case of uh, Bowlby um the study was conducted in 1969 um and really it was a study to um tell how humans have an attachment system called attachment behaviors um and it focused on uh, the attachment behaviors between mother and child um but also in an adult uh relationship um and attachments keep people together
1: yeah but i don't think Bowlby was able to really establish fully why this was occurring he just sort of looked at or or they i don't know (laughs) who who the researcher was but they they just sort of looked at how uh what is it how people stay together but they had sort of an inkling that hormones may play a role in it Mm -hmm. and uh that can be seen in the study of winslow
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Winslow is uh, an animal study, so there should be some caution when connecting it to um, uh, assumptions made about human relationships. Um, But in 1993, Winslow uh, uh, was a study that was conducted um, uh, exploring the the it was testing basically the levels of uh, vasopressin Mm -hmm. in prairie voles. And vasopressin is released during sex. And um, when it was chemically repressed in the study, uh, they found that the prairie voles no longer um, had a desire to stay with their partners. Um, And this is interesting because um, there's, there's a study, I believe, later on in 2008 by... Wallum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which uh, made a correlational effect our connection um, with human relationships.
1: Yeah, uh, I believe the study uh, had a very—I uh, don't know how big the the sample size was—but it was all uh, men uh, who had a variation of the vasopress, vasopressor, <laughs> vasopressor receptor gene and its allele three hundred and thirty-four. And that often can lead to lo- lower levels of vasopressin in human males. And this Wallum found that males who have this gene are less likely to stay with their marital partners. They are more likely to uh, get a divorce or a separation. Of course, uh, th- there are many concerns with the study and it needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the is that the term? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good phrase yeah, to use but, because...
0: Um... Again, I don't. I think you mentioned they they didn't study. They didn't
1: manipulate the levels exactly. of
0: vasopressin. Yeah. So
1: they were just looking at how these these people that happened to have this alteration in their genes uh, kind of e- evolved into life. They didn't necessarily look at how uh, how essentially these people uh, how how they would change their marital status would change if mm-hmm. they had altered their vasopressin levels. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think it does. The website that we're using uh, in thinking does not mention that there were any, uh, uh, I guess, questionnaires about the background of the people. So that could that could be a, a factor in marital status as well. So mm-hmm. I guess if you if you're deciding to use uh, Wallum 2008 on the IB exam, uh, it would be a good idea to maybe mention that, and hopefully get some higher mm-hmm. marks.
0: And um, I, I think that. Uh, backing it up with some of the findings from Winslow, um, even though they're not uh, directly, uh, you know, causationally linked, yeah. they can be correlationally linked. Um, uh, yeah. So the other thing that uh, you should probably mention <laughs> is uh, neurotransmitters, um, and we have a really fun <laughs> little mnemonic: <laughs> um, uh, Lil Nas X, who is very popular person right now. Mm-hmm. Um so NOS is um <laughs> N stands for neurotransmitters. Uh A stands for acetylcholine, acetylcholine, and then S stands for serotonin and mm-hmm. um in a study that you can mention, um Merzidi, 1999, um serotonin plays quite a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. do You want to talk
1: about it? Yeah, sure. So Marazidi studied about 60 people, uh, 20 of those who claimed that they had fallen in love recently within the last six months, and 20 of those who suffered from OCD, which is a medical, a mental illness in which serotonin levels are quite low in the brain. Uh, and, And of course, these people with OCD claimed that they were not in love at the time of the study. It was found that both the OCD patients as well as the people that claimed they were in love both had low levels of serotonin in the bloodstream, leading the the researcher Marzidi to conclude that neurotransmitters such as serotonin must play a role in uh, the psychology of human relationships and why we choose a mate over another mate.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, so just to recap a bit, uh, we so. For answering this question, again, it's linked to the bigger question, but you're going to want to pick around two to three studies Mm -hmm. uh, to really solidify um, your statement for the role of biological factors in uh, personal relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I would pick one uh, from each, possibly one of the topics that we discussed. So um, we have the evolutionary explanation, uh, which comes from Wedekind. uh, do you have a mnemonic, test
1: to remember that? We do have a mnemonic. Our wonderful psychology teacher came up with this one. So uh, she says that wetakind sounds somewhat like sweaty weekend. <laughs> and because the men in this study sweated into t-shirts and then they were smelled to determine by the women in the experiment uh, whether their, N- a- oh my gosh, MHC genes were dissimilar or similar, it, it kind of goes back to sweaty weekend.
0: Yep and um again a weekend is two days and the men were told to wear the shirt for two days so Mm -hmm. that even adds more to that um and then we have the other studies that we talked Mm -hmm. about for hormones and i would just pick uh either bulby to talk about or uh winslow with um possibly the addition of Mm wallum to kind of uh i guess reaffirm a connection to human relationships uh, and not just the animal ones, uh, in the study, um, and then uh, also the study for neurotransmitters of Merazidi, which I, I believe we also have a mnemonic for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really depends on what works for you. We had um, our class discussed either uh, what is it, uh, Lamborghini? Was that it? People who remember. own cars. Like, Lamborghinis get very obsessed with keeping them perfect, and it's almost like they're in a relationship with their car. <laughs> um, or, uh, for me, the one that works the best is uh, baked ziti, because it makes me think of, like, alphabet, um, <laughs> like, alphabet noodles. Yeah. And how, like, people will, like, arrange them to either, like, go through the alphabet or spell out words, yeah. and you can get very obsessed with that. So...
1: That's we, how I... we even have a third one for maraziti this is my favorite <laughs> one uh maraziti has the word zit in it and when you're in love with someone you don't care if they have a zit on their face because your serotonin levels are so low that it just doesn't matter because you're in love yeah
0: that's i mean that's probably a good thing to have when mm-hmm. you're in high school <laughs> with <when>
1: everyone <laughs> stressed out and breaking out you know um How about uh, mnemonics for Bulby and Winslow? Oh my gosh,
0: Um, Bulby is honestly, I always get this one mixed up. Um, But I think what helped me was thinking of Bulby as like uh, like a tulip bulb. I know (laughs) they're like little like baby tulips, basically. And babies is the study that, uh, or what the study is about, like the connection of babies. I like that one. That's very cute. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> um, what was the other one? Winslow?
1: Yeah, Winslow.
0: Oh, dude. I I just kind of remember Winslow because of Vasopressin and mm-hmm. I don't know. Win, win, slow. <laughs> Break it apart. Win and slow. Um, win, win, win the sex slows <laughs> with <private dogs. laughs>
1: That's so. Well, I mean, sometimes the mnemonics need to be stupid in order for us to remember them, because I know I would forget some of them if they weren't stupid. But another one that I don't even remember who came up with it, but Winslow starts with a W, and if you split a W in (laughs) half, you get two Vs, and because there's vasopressin... And there's voles, which is the animals that they studied this study on. There are two Vs, vasopressin voles, Winslow. (laughs) That's so much better than
0: mine. (laughs) Okay, Uh, okay, yeah, so follow that mnemonic instead. Winslow, two Vs, vasopressin voles. Yeah, okay. So, I feel like that would set you up uh, pretty dang good for answering that section of the the question. Um, Remember, uh, in our last episode, we're talking about the question, discuss the role of sociocultural, biological, and cognitive factors in the formation of personal relationships. And so you're going to want to have two to three um, studies per, uh, I guess, split up, which is sociocultural, biological, and cognitive. Um, So again, manage your time. You don't want to spend too long fitting a ton of studies in if you mm-hmm. can go really in depth
1: yeah
0: uh for uh like two and then you are
1: yeah. set <laughs> and I, I feel like uh, even if you on the day of the test if you can't remember something but you you have one study locked in maybe uh you loved uh my wonderful <laughs> colleague's uh mnemonic for winslow <laughs> oh, no. and you can only remember that one but you remember it in depth I think it, it's more important to show the examiner that you have a lot of breadth of knowledge. And if you can show that by just doing one study, mm-hmm. then I think that's way more important than trying to impress them by cramming a lot of studies in that don't have a lot of detail. Absolutely.
0: And um, I we talked about it in class. And I, again, on the in thinking page, they also talk about it a bit. But if you can't remember the name of the study, the, the, that will be fine, so long as you remember the the, the meat of the study basically mm-hmm. the, the important parts um and again the date yeah the date doesn't matter <laughs> but it's really just um how you can take a study and apply it to the question um that is important uh plus the labels <laughs> um okay so that yeah. feels pretty good yeah. um should we do
1: a little review here uh speed run speed run <laughs> yes. speed run of the review so the biological approach to the psychology of human relationships essentially focuses on the idea of natural selection in that you have uh the things in your body such as neurotransmitters hormones and evolutionary explanations that influence who you're essentially compatible with in nature whether or not you like someone or dislike someone
0: that's true and um yeah that feels pretty good the Mm uh like the mhc genes hormones neurotransmitters um yeah just basically how they influence uh the formation of relationships um less so than the other topics we talked about in the last episode i Mm -hmm. think which were cultural yeah
1: well, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> and uh, thank you especially to the one German listener that we <laughs> oh my saw gosh, on yes. our analytics. Thank you. I don't know if we will come back. If you're listening now, thank you so much for listening. This yeah. is amazing. We're not from Germany. And we hope that this is helping someone. We hope that you're listening to this <laughs> and you're getting something out of it. Yes. Thank you to our,
0: the few people that listen to this podcast. We love you.
1: <laughs> See you next time. Yeah.